With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. We have a tremendous opportunity. Five wins, last time you could say that in a regular season. So it's, it's going to be a tremendous thing to get to five wins. I don't know one want to hear that and say, uh, Nebraska, oh, excited to win five games. But to be honest, it's been a long time. So that's what we try and do in this five game, uh, the fifth game of the season, going to bye week five and two. That's, that's what we care about. This like this, everything is you know in front of us, and this game matters more than um, the others. Pour everything into this week. It's one week season. Um, we're gonna look up on Sunday morning and either be four and three or five and two, and then we get to rest and recuperate, kind of re- recover mentally too, and re-prepare ourselves for the next stretch. Uh, whatever our guys got, they need to pour into this week to try to give us the best chance. And welcome here to another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, as you just heard from inside linebacker and captain Mohamed Berry and head coach Scott Frost and Robin Nate. I thought Mohamed Berry brought up an interesting point. A lot of people are talking about, oh, you know, this is a big game before the bye. It's a big game for the Big Ten West. And Mohamed Berry said, no, it's a big game because we haven't won five games in a season at Nebraska since 2016. Say what you want about preseason thoughts, expectations. Nebraska won four games in 18. They won four games in 17. They're at four wins right now with six to go. And he goes, let's get to five first before we talk about anything else. And, you know, and that's a realistic point of view. And it's not one that Husker fans really want to hear um, going into the second half of the season, but it's reality. And they've got a big game this week to get to win number five, possibly. Well, it's funny, too, because you, you go back to even this summer at Big Ten Media Day when Bill Moose said, you know, how about we start with our goal being get to six wins and go to a bowl game? And everybody was like, whoa, what's Bill Moose doing setting the bar so low? Doesn't he not believe in Frost? And uh, it <laughs> turns out that that was kind of a realistic benchmark because here we are and, you You know, Nebraska obviously uh, has a lot of issues still to figure out, but the fact remains they're four and two right now uh, and have a situation to be five and two going into the bye with a very important West Division game on the road this weekend. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm with Muhammad. I mean, you you can't get to six wins or seven wins or eight wins without getting to five first. And that has been a, a, a mark that Nebraska, like you said, Sean, Hasn't been to since Muhammad Barry was a redshirt freshman. So let's, I mean, it's, it's going to take baby steps. It's not going to be a, a flip of the switch and everything is perfect and, and back to championships here in Nebraska. You got to kind of do it one step at a time, and the next step is getting to five wins. Yeah, it's a sobering reality of, of the situation, but you know, I, I think that it's uh, it's encouraging that that they are at this point in the season and and they're at four wins. Um, you know, obviously you you would have liked to have seen them maybe close out that game at Colorado, but. Uh, they're not too far off where I think most people thought they would be as far as wins and losses go. Maybe maybe uh, a little different by what it looks like on the football field, but uh, I think it's a good way for the team to look at it. You know, you've got you got one week here to pour everything you have into it to get to five wins, and then you can kind of have that bye week to to recuperate a little bit and and to to gather yourself for the that final stretch run. And 
Um, and oh, by the way, you've got an opportunity to to knock off a you know kind of a, an undefeated Minnesota team that's currently sitting at the top of the West standings right now. And it's going to be an interesting setting in Minneapolis. They are five and zero, as Nate just said. Um, you know, they they might be the worst five and zero team in the Power Five, um, maybe in the country, but they're five and zero. That does that's all that matters. Uh, they did not play a Power Five non conference game. They did travel to Fresno State. They played South Dakota State, who's number two in the FCS. Um, Georgia Southern almost beat them. Uh, Purdue almost beat them, and then they blew out Illinois. And Levy Smith, I mean, I think it's inevitable that this is going to be his last season at Illinois just based on how that game went the other night against the Gophers. Um, so there's a lot there. But, guys, the big storylines for Nebraska for Saturday are injuries. You, you've got situations right now at quarterback and wide receiver and running back as Adrian Martinez. We saw him dress out this week, at least on Wednesday, in full pads. We don't know if he actually practiced or what his availability is going to be uh, going into Saturday. We saw J.D. Spielman come in, and, and he practiced this week, it appeared, as well. Um, you would think making his homecoming back to Minnesota for the final time in his career, uh, this is one he's not going to want to miss. So I, I'm pretty optimistic we're going to see Spielman. Not so optimistic on Martinez. Then obviously there's the lingering injury with Maurice Washington along with the suspension he served last week for the first half. Yeah, with Martinez, um, obviously he was in pads, you know, on, on Wednesday, which is encouraging. Uh, we didn't see him on Tuesday because they didn't run the players by us uh, by the media uh, interview site. Uh, so that's all we have to go off right now is um, the reports from uh, the coaching staff and what we saw after Wednesday's practice. And right now, um, they're still leaving the door open that he could play in this game. But I would be pretty surprised if he if he starts uh, at Minnesota I mean given how bad the injury looked on Saturday the fact that he couldn't even walk off the field under his own power he had to be helped off uh, I mean that's not something that I think he just gets better over 48 hours and so yes he was out there but we don't know what he did what his workload was or if it just was for appearances to say that he was in pads to make Minnesota think about it for a few days Um, and Reading between the lines on the comments, the coaching staff and you know the players. Have I mean, made Greg Austin kind of tipped his hand a little bit. Well, Austin and uh, Mario Verduzco basically said the same thing. Like, we have full faith in Noah. We think he can run our offense perfectly, and uh, you know we're ready to roll with him if he has to play. Like they <laughs> they like almost forgot to add that caveat that it's still a question if he's going to play or not. So um, I'm fully under the assumption that Noah Vedral is going to get the start at Minnesota and. Uh, the good news is that at least what they're saying, uh, the Huskers seem to have full faith in him. Well, and I think that's what you have to do if you're Nebraska. If Adrian's 60% or whatever, I think that, that you probably owe it to your team to, to go with a 100% backup and allow Adrian you know, this week and then all the bye week to try and get healthy for the rest of the season. So, um, you know, obviously yeah, I'm no doctor. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what type of injury he suffered or whatever, but uh, it's encouraging at least that he was in pass but I just don't see any way that, that he plays on Saturday. And, um, you know, and, and it's, it feels definitely feels like that they've been preparing Noah to be the guy. Guys, remember 2016 when Tommy Armstrong played at Iowa and literally everybody's like, there is no way he's going to play. And then like he kind of like tricked the medical staff and the coaches to play. And then he went on to have. Well, Riker Fife had like a broken broken hand. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. they they a little different. They like basically had a contraption on Tommy's hamstring, like a like metal bar. <laughs> Like, yeah, like a, a, a weird metal thing that simulated a hamstring. Like Tommy that, played one of the worst games ever, though. Oh, it was terrible. And I think the team it was like a letdown for the team that he played because they knew how inept the offense was going to be. And I'm not going to say that's going to happen with Martinez, but you would think if 
if he's not 100% and we're to play and he's not, you know, cutting and doing things he normally does, that's a letdown to your entire sideline at that point. Well, here's the deal, too. Like, with the weather being what it's supposed to be on Saturday, I mean, the, the idea of the quarterback dropping back and throwing the ball 40 times is probably not going to happen. So what you want is who's going to be the more dynamic runner. And right now, is it a Hurt Martinez or a fully healthy Noah Vedrill, who, by the way, is a pretty good runner in his own right, uh, I mean, honestly, this this game is going to be one in the trenches. It's going to be one of who can run the ball, um, if assuming the weather is what it is. And I think that you go with the healthy Vedral, a guy that you know you don't need him to do a whole lot with his arm. You don't need him to go put the whole offense on his shoulders. You need him to execute efficiently and decisively. And I think those are two of his biggest strengths. I mean, you pair in um, you know, just him being healthy uh, compared to a, a slower, you know, dinged up Martinez. I think it's kind of an obvious call given the situation at hand this week. Yeah, I think that's the bottom line right there. I think that's – you spelled it out perfectly. And then, you know, you hope that um, – if you're, you know, if you're Nebraska, you hope that Maurice Washington is, is healthy and that he's kind of over whatever type of deal right. that he's been dealing with. And um, and then, obviously, Sean, you touched on, on Spielman. I, I, I see him being able to go. Uh, this weekend too so that that gives you at least another playmaker or two there well we're going to talk more about Noah Vedral and and what you need to know about him if he is the guy and much more about the offense next here you're listening to the Husker online show